Hey y'all, it's Janice. Welcome to the Dirty Diversity Podcast. This is a place where we will be exploring equity, racism, and diversity. I am a DEI consultant, educator, writer, and professor who strives to center my work around the liberation of Black folks globally. More specifically, I examine and unpack how we can create structures that support the most marginalized folks in the workplace. This is a podcast where I will share my thoughts on all things diversity, equity, inclusion, racism, anti-racism, and Black liberation. My goal is to stimulate your mind and shift you to think in a way that you've never considered before. This podcast will feature my thoughts as well as the perspectives of different folks doing related work. If you want to learn more, pick up my best-selling books, Dirty Diversity and The Pink Elephant, where I explore workplace equity in more detail. Thank you for listening. Hey, y'all. Jay Nice on the mic. Um, I'm a little low energy today, but I'm committed to getting these episodes out um, every week like I've I've promised. Um, Just as a reminder, you still have time to sign up for the live class that I'm doing on guidance and guiding you um, around how to start your own DEI consultancy. If you have a consultancy, I'm also providing tips and um, I don't even like using the word strategy, but I am providing tips and just help for any questions that you may have. I know when I started my consultancy four years ago, there wasn't as much prominence in the DEI space as there is now. So I was having difficulty navigating things. And since the murder of George Floyd, the DEI space has really sort of bloomed. And a lot of folks are deciding to start their own consultancy. So I will be providing guidance and, um, so annoying. (laughs) It's summertime. So everybody's out on their bikes. And so hopefully there won't be a lot of noise interruptions this episode. Um, but if you're interested in learning more or saving your seat for the live class, which is taking place July 7th, um, Thursday, July 7th at 7 PM Eastern time, There is a link, the first link in the show notes will take you to the Eventbrite link so you can grab your tickets today. So again, for any of you who want guidance around structuring your DEI consultancy, how to um, develop a pricing model, you know, like what should you charge? It's really weird that we're even having to charge in this space because I feel like helping to create a more equitable world should be something that is like government funded right we shouldn't have to like set prices for work that is bettering the world but that's neither here nor there but um developing a pricing model how to find clients that need the services you're offering and other questions you may have around dei consulting In the show notes underneath the Eventbrite link, I will also leave a link to the video I created, which I never really expected it to get um, this many views, but a lot of people 
find me through that video, but I have a video on YouTube with about 7,000 views and it's on how to become a DEI consultant. And it's so outdated, even though I created it, it hasn't even been three years now since I created it. It was, I think I posted it December of 2019 or early 2020. I think I recorded it December of 2019 and I posted it January of 2020 and who knew what would have happened like six months later that year um, and even with COVID. Um, but yeah, so all of the information is in the show notes, but I have a playlist on YouTube for those of you who want guidance. Um, if you're unable to make the live class or you just want extra info, I have a playlist of videos on how to get into DEI consulting right underneath the Eventbrite link. Um, I think this is going to be um, just me kind of sharing my thoughts about the impending recession that I guess we're apparently in um, or we're about to be in and just offering my thoughts and my um, advice, right? So, you know, I think that when we talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, we have to be prioritizing and centering the most harmed and marginalized communities in this conversation. So I just wanted to talk about in today's episode how I think this inflation and this impending recession is going to impact the most harmed, right? And what can we all do to kind of help each other? And so, you know, I think that gas prices are at astronomical levels. And one of the first things I think employers can do is rethink whether being in office is absolutely necessary, right? Um, For folks that drive to work, I think we're, you know, in many places in the country, um, in the U.S., it is, you know, you may be by public transportation. So I've been thinking a lot about how I can utilize and whether I can utilize public transportation more to save money on gas because, you know, everything is so expensive. And last year I I got a new car, right? And so it's kind of like a mini SUV and it's good on gas, but not as good as uh, my old car. And I actually have to put a certain type of gas in the car. Um, It requires premium gas which is, in hindsight, probably not the best decision. Um, But I bought this car in 2021, and um, it's tough, right? And I'm about to go into a transitionary period in my life, which I'll share that with y'all in upcoming episodes, but I'm about to go into a transitionary period, so I will hopefully not be driving as much. Um, And... So I'm, I think we should all be looking for ways to like do things like carpooling, um, employers, any employers listening to this have to be thinking about whether being in the office is absolutely necessary. And honestly, I even think hybrid, you know, whether it's absolutely, absolutely, excuse me, necessary. There are people who, I would say most people prefer to be um, remote, but there are a segment of the population that doesn't that needs that um, interaction with others so I think um, companies right providing one of the things I wrote about in an article is like if you have to have employees in office one of the ways I think you could um, 
one of the resources I think you could provide employees with is gas cards, right? Um, and I think that during this really difficult time that we are entering into or we are currently in, help in the form of, you know, gas help um, is, I think, definitely really appreciated. I don't have children, but I can imagine, only imagine what parents are going through with this baby formula shortage. I think it's getting a little bit better or they, you know, as of June 12th, <laughs> when this is being recorded, I do think that things have gotten a little bit better, but you know, the cost of diapers is expensive. Formula, my family member was telling me formula is so expensive. Diapers are expensive. Clothes are expensive. Everything is so expensive right now. And people's wages aren't going up. So it's like, how are we going to, how are we going to navigate these increased costs without our wages increasing, right? So that's what I've been thinking a lot about. And my YouTube Q knows me so well. The YouTube algorithm knows me really well. I'm on YouTube a lot, right? I watch a lot of videos. I've talked about this before, but I think one of the best investments I made was YouTube Premium. Um, because I watch a lot of content um, and I find myself driving and listening to content at the gym, listening to content when I'm cooking, listening to content. So I definitely think that um, it was a really great investment that I made. But I was watching there was a YouTube video that came up on my queue and it was talking about um, a community of people that essentially share resources so rather than like going and buying baby clothes or going and buying, you know, items, there is a community of people that have things and are willing to give it away to other community members that need those things for free, right? And I think we've commodified and capitalized on every aspect of our society that we don't think about the fact that we don't need to make money off of everything, right? We don't need to profit off of everything and and I love that idea where instead of putting it like up on a marketplace um and I'm I'm big with like Craigslist right I was I'm an OG Craigslist user and I remember in college when we moved out of our we were living in me and some of my friends were renting out a house and we moved from the house to an apartment and I remember you know I was like big on heavy on Craigslist right I'm always selling stuff I've sold phones on Craigslist but I love that this community, right? And I'll um, try to find the video and put it in the show notes. But there's a community of people um, that are just encouraging the sharing of resources, right? Rather than saying, hey, I own this. And if you, I want to sell this. And if you want to buy it, you pay this. Just giving it away, right? And I love this idea of, I really feel like it plays into minimalism. And I do appreciate the letting go of things because I am somewhat of a pack rat and I'm a little bit of a hoarder and I'm very sentimental so I keep things but I love the idea of letting things go right and I think as we move into this season of a recession which for many of us it'll be a different season right um than maybe previous seasons I think leaning more into our community for resources I think is so, so important, right? We all have things that people, that we don't perhaps need that others would want. And so I've been thinking a lot about like, you know, I like to give my clothes away. 
Um, I don't know if I mentioned this before on the podcast, but I'm a big thrift thrift store shopper, right? And I know some of my friends are like, ew, that's gross. You like buy people's clothes that they've worn. And I'm like, I, I mean, I personally don't see anything wrong with it. Um, you wash it a couple of times and you're good. Um, and also like the clothes you try on, if you go to the mall and you try on clothes, those clothes have been worn by people, right? So you don't know how many people have tried that same item on, right? So I'm a big thrift store person. So I periodically, like once a year, usually I give out, give away um, my clothes to Goodwill. But I've been thinking more about like other things that I may have that I'm like, could another person use this um, or need this? And just giving those things away. And so I love that idea, right? And I know that there are some people that um, they don't buy new baby clothes. They buy um, used toys, used items. And I really like that. And I think that leaning into our communities is going to be really important, especially during this time, because I think one of the ways that white supremacy operates is making us feel like we need to obtain things, right? Um, making us feel like materials. We need to acquire um, an excessive amount of material things. And so as we move into this season of this recession, I think um, relinquishing our freeing ourselves from the shackles of materialism is really important. And I think, you know, I'm not saying this and I'm totally removed from it. I'm not a person that like, you know, I'm not a big materials person. I'm not like, I don't get my nails done regularly. I don't like, I'm not a purse girl. Um, so I don't, you know, need the latest Louis Vuitton. I'm not a red bottoms girl, but I do like to, um, get my hair done. (laughs) I do love to get my hair done. I feel like it makes me feel like an authentic version of myself. And I love to switch up my hairstyles, but I've even been thinking about, you know, how costly it is, right? To get your hair done, these stylists are charging an exorbitant amount of money. And I respect the time and effort that it takes to do somebody's hair, but those costs are very expensive, right? So I've been thinking about that and how I can lower costs. So I think leaning how we can provide for others during this time and lean into our own communities, right? I think, again, companies providing resources for employees, especially just like with everything going on, I love the idea of just doing something to brighten someone's day, like getting them a gift, a coffee gift card, right? Or even like sending an Uber Eats Uh, delivery to somebody who's going through a difficult time or who's just overwhelmed or a new mom, right? One of my best friends, she um, just had a baby and her and her partner um, sent us all a, I, I guess it's called a meal train. I've never heard of it before, but it's essentially just like family and friends pooling their resources together and getting like gift food gift cards for a new mom, right? So I, we did it through Grubhub where you select an amount of money you want to give and that can provide like one or two meals. I just found out, so I used the Instacart app because during the pandemic, I was really paranoid about going into stores. So I was getting my groceries delivered and I recognize that that's a really big privilege that a lot of people aren't able to have access to. But I think if you do use Instacart, I just realized that there's a way on the app to send people groceries, right? 
and I was like, wow, this is really, really amazing. On on the rideshare apps, I think there's a way to donate apps, uh, excuse me, donate rides to people, right? So I think like if you've been blessed with any amount of anything, I think we're all blessed in different ways. I've just been thinking a lot more about how to help others, right, during this time. And I think a big part of how we are all going to make it through this time, because we will make it through. We've been through other recessions. When I came out of school, um, it was the 08 um, recession, right, and the financial uh, crisis that happened during that time. And I, you know, we all made it through and I think we'll make it through this time for sure. I, I was reading about recessions and I think they're supposed to last like 12 to 18 months, right? So I've been just saving and saving and saving as aggressively as I can. Another thing that I need to cut back on, which I will after the summer, is taking trips, right? Because traveling is expensive and I do really enjoy having experiences but I feel like living so close to New York City, I can hop on a train and have a different experience every day of the week if I wanted to, right? So I think I also have to lean into the fact that I am blessed to be so close to New York City and I feel like I could be taking advantage of it. And I feel like I spent a lot of my money on um, getting my hair done and on traveling, right? And even though it's like business travel, um, it is still like spending money that could be, you know, going into a savings account. So I think I'm going to be doing more of that. Um, but I think companies providing these sorts of resources like financial coaching as we approach this recession, right? How, you know, helping people understand how to use the money that they're making to, you know, protect them and help them through this time, right? So I think um, there's different ways that we could all be helping each other as a community during this period of time, um, offering offering rides to other people. Um, what else? Like I'm, I've been thinking a lot about this question. Um, and also, you know, one thing I've been doing is if you have an, uh, an iPhone, I actually saw someone do this on Instagram and I'm forgetting her name. I wish I could credit her if I remembered her name. But if you all, those of you listening are listening on iTunes, um, please don't forget to rate and re review the podcast. But if you open the settings of your phone as you listen to this, if you go into settings at the top is your name, right? So if your name is John Smith, it'll say John Smith. Underneath your name, it'll say Apple ID, iCloud, Media, and Purchases. If you click purchase, uh, if you click that, it'll show you, if you go one, two, three, four little tabs down, you'll see subscriptions. If you click that, it'll show you everything your, every subscription you have on your iPhone, right? And I literally have like, two subscriptions, which is the Peloton app. And I don't have a Peloton bike, but I use the Peloton app, which is a um, a great cost-saving tip. If any of you have been eyeing a Peloton, I just didn't think it was worth the investment 
to buy a Peloton, but I bought like a knockoff. It's called the Echelon. And it it's literally the exact same thing as a Peloton. It just doesn't have the big screen. But you can buy that app, that uh, bike, which is significantly cheaper. And then I just use the Peloton app. And the Peloton app is like $12 a month or something. So um, I have that. And then I have Apple Care, right? So if I my, anything happens to my phone, I'm protected. Those are the only subscriptions that I have. I do not have any other subscriptions. I'm on a family plan for YouTube, right? So it's like my, my family and I have that. I'm on a family plan for Spotify. I'm on a family plan for Apple. Um, and then I do have Netflix, right? And I do use that. But I think looking at, at your own finances and looking for ways, places you could cut costs, right? I think that is also something I've been looking at. Um, and I've been, you know, seeing what I don't really need. I'm very strict with my budget. Um, I'm not like a big spender, but like I told y'all, I do spend, I think I could cut back on like traveling. Um, and this summer I have some like business trips planned. And, um, also I wanted to take, um, my mom is turning, she has, she's having a milestone birthday and I wanted to take her on a trip. <sighs> And so I'm like, yo, take to take the trip or to not take the trip, right? Because things are just really expensive right now, right? And I do think it's important to still live your life and not be a, I don't want to use this word, this term, but I can't think of a better term. I don't think it's good to be a slave to your finances, but I also think we have to be smart and recognize the era that we are coming into. So during this time, I think it's important to invest in yourself, invest in your business, lean into community programs and things like that. And so I've been really leaning into different communities that I'm part of because I think that we all have knowledge to share. And one of the best, um, one of the best sort of ways that we are going to make it through any tough times is through community, right? Um, anytime anything horrific happens, the way that we get through it is leaning into our communities, right? I feel like there's so much healing that comes through our communities and community care. And so I guess that is where I, I will leave off today's episode. I know it was kind of um, like I was kind of jumping around to a few different topics, but I've just been thinking a lot, a lot about this recession that we're in and, you know, how to navigate it and how to prepare for it. And, you know, if they, they say if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. So I just want us to start thinking about that and also make sure that we're centering and thinking about the most harmed and how they will be affected by this recession and how we can all help each other, right? So without further ado, I'm going to wrap up for today's episode. Again, if you're interested in learning more about how to grow your um, consulting business, your DEI consulting business, you want help, you want guidance, you want a community of folks who will be maybe asking the same questions as you. Um, we, we're talking about leaning into our community. So if you're interested in learning more, click the link at the top of the show notes. The first link is to the Eventbrite page where you can read more about the live workshop that I'm hosting July 7th, um, Thursday, July 7th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, but thank you all so much for listening. I do love you and appreciate you so much 
for taking the time to listen and for thinking that this podcast is important and valuable. And um, yeah, that's where I'll leave off for today. Um, I hope y'all have an amazing Monday and an amazing week. It's Father's Day in the U.S. um, this week. So I'm looking forward to celebrating that. Um, But I will chat with y'all in the next episode. Happy Father's Day. Happy Juneteenth. Love y'all.